Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dippavoise. You can have the greatest product. You can have the best service. But if you don't have the right packaging and you can't get it out there, no one will buy it. So we reached out to Mitch Levinson at Creative Sizzle. It's a boutique marketing company, and we found out what are some of the best strategies to get your message out. Well, what better way than to put a sizzle to it right here on Business Soup, because Mitch Levinson is going to put a little sizzle into your marketing right here at the table with Business Soup. Mitch, welcome to this serving of Business Soup. Well, thank you, John. Thank you for having me. You have a, a company that's got a lot of sizzle. In fact, it's called Creative Sizzle. It's a marketing company. What's the genesis behind Creative Sizzle before we get into how you can help me and my audience of small business owners? What is Creative Sizzle? Sure. Well, we when we picked the name, we were really looking for a, a name that people would remember, along with a name that would tell a little bit of what our story is. And if you know anything about marketing, and if you know me for, for a few minutes, you'll know that I'm very passionate about what I do and, and how I can help people tell their story and get their message across. And from a marketing standpoint, all of that is, you know, how do you make everything sizzle? How do you make it sexy? How do you make it resonate with your clients so that they hear, experience, and want to do business with you? So when we came up with creative, you know, it's got to be unique. It's got to be new. It's got to stand out. And sizzle, it's got to be sexy. It's got to be hot. It's got to be cool. You know, that's how we that's how we came up with, with creative sizzle. We wanted to be, you know, something that was a, an interesting way to tell a story and uh, resonate with our client base. When you talk about sizzle in the entertainment industry, there's a sizzle reel. It's the one that's got the punch. You have to be able to sell your audience. And as we've learned that back in my days of being an angel investor, you had the elevator pitch, 90 seconds. That's an eternity in today's. Now everybody's got the attention span of a goldfish. You got to hit them within 15 seconds or less. So how do you go about creating a creative sizzle reel or presenting your company in such a short amount of time because our audience has such a short attention span? Well, you know, that's interesting. One of the things that we did when we wanted to tell that story and create our own sizzle reel was exactly what you said. We created a video. And, and if your listeners want to go and see what our sizzle reel looks like, they can just go to creativesizzle.com on our website and take a look at our video that describes the change in business and how you need to tell your story post or now working with or in this COVID-19 pandemic. You know, business has changed significantly in the last six or 12 months. And we've gone through a real accelerated process for marketing from a, everyone's doing things by Zoom and nobody's really going to the stores as much anymore. And, you know, the restaurants are, are struggling and having a hard time getting business in there. And even when businesses come back and we're able to go eat at a lot of places, there's still going to be a lot of people that are, you know, uncomfortable going out and doing things and, and making sure that it's done the right way. So how do you in your business tell the story that you're ready for that business? And, and how did you change the way you do business to adapt uh, and overcome the obstacles that we're experiencing right now in today's world. So creating that initial sizzle reel is certainly one way to get your message across in a visual way that people can, again, experience before they do business with you. 
in our earlier conversations and what I know about marketing and your company and such, you've got these four elements that, that you have to have and what you specialize in. And let's talk about brand. There's so much thing called branding. Now, my business or my world of branding, I brand cows, you know, and I leave a mark. That's not the kind of branding we're talking about. When somebody comes to you and you ask them, what kind of brand do you have for your business? What does that mean? And how do you develop a brand? Well, you know, I like what you just said. It's exactly that. So think about brand and branding as two different things. The brand is your mark. It's who you are. It's what makes you tick. It's it's what wakes you up in the morning. You know, it's what your company is in business to do. It's where you earn your money. That's your brand. And we create brand guidelines for a lot of companies that include what their logo or mark is, what their fonts are, what their colors are, what their voice is, how they want to be known. You know, if they're financial services, maybe they want to be professional. If they're a marketing agency like us, we like to be fun and creative. If they're a radio talk show host, you want to speak clearly and eloquently. When you talk about branding in different businesses, do you encapsulate the entire business or do you want to get a sizzle where it's going to hook them with part of your business? If I'm online or a restaurant, how do I sizzle? How do I create that thing that hooks you to go, hey, you know what? John's Deli sounds like a good deal. That's a good point, too. The branding that you use to deliver your message is important. So it it all has to look the same. Where you're going to deliver that message, whether it's a flyer, it's your menu, it's an e-blast, it's an ad that pops up when someone is close by, you know, whatever that is, it's got to look the same, it's got to feel the same, it's got to tell the same story, and it's got to hook them in to take some sort of an action. So one of the things that makes us unique is we track everything that we do in a way that's more than most companies. And what we want to do is make sure that if we send an e-blast, we're getting a high rate of return on investment. So people clicked on it, they made it to your website. But not only that, what did they do on your website? Did they download the Q Did they fill out the form? Did they subscribe to your newsletter? Did they click on the driving directions to your location or click the phone number so that they called you? Did they take some sort of call to action? So it's one thing to get them to your website. It's a whole nother thing for them to take sales action, call to action. So from a branding standpoint, from a, from a, a brand branding and then lead generation standpoint, you want people to make it to your site and contact you who are interested in your service, interested in what you offer, and uh, even better if they're ready to buy. Well, it's all about numbers. And when you look at most marketing programs yield as much, maybe as much as 1% conversion, whoop-de-doo. You stand on your soapbox and you say that you can get up upwards of anywhere from 2 to 4%. That sounds pretty abysmal. But when you think about what is standard in the industry, you know, that's, that's a, a big difference. So what is it that you would give my audience the advice about as to what makes your sizzle better than the other guy's sizzle? Well, again, you know, analytics is really what's important. And, and like you said, you know, conversion percentages for visitors to the website are typically one half to 1%. That's industry average. And, and if you're a listener right now and you go to your Google Analytic report and you look at how many people come to your website versus how many people fill out your form or call you directly or drive to your location or whatever that action is, what is your conversion percentage? You know, we, we, have, we have clients, you know, typically our customers get two to 4%. You know, a lot of times it's higher than that, but 
but you know, I want to be realistic with everyone. It's like, let me me interject this, that, that, that higher rate of return would be perhaps whatever the call to action is. It could be a, just a really smoking hot deal or the benefit of these analytics is that you're able to throw the message out there and see what works. And then you can analyze it and say, you know what, that worked. It worked too well or it didn't work well enough. And you can adjust whatever the call to action, the marketing is on the spot. Well, that's exactly right. So if you're looking at your tracking report, you know the content that people are consuming when they make it to your website. So if you balance your message and what people consume with the part of your message that nobody's even looking at, you can tailor your message to what people really like to hear. And that's why we're able to get six times the national average for for that. It's like, you know, we you talk about a lot of your listeners might be restaurants. And the analogy that I like to use is it's like walking into a restaurant and ordering a glass of wine and having the sommelier give you a case of the same wine for the same price. You know, who doesn't want that much quality trap? I'm not talking about the empty box of wine. I'm talking about the actual wine. You know, everybody wants that that kind of activity. That way you can be more selective. You can work for better customers and clients and those that enjoy working with you. It's 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 a better process to work, work smarter and not and not harder. You know, how do you look at your message? What part of your message resonates with your audience? And then how do you use more of that message? We're talking with Mitch Levinson. He is the president of Creative Sizzle. And of course, here on Business Soup, we're always talking about you have to get the message out. If distribution is the most important part of business, because without it, you've got nothing. Get your message out. And that's why we talk about distribution of your content. Get a message out. Find out what works. And in the digital world, whether it be on a podcast or you're doing marketing through any one of the social medias, it gives you the ability to evaluate the results nearly instantaneously and make adjustments. If you don't sell something and know why, that's just as valuable as being able to sell something and make money. Because if you don't know, then you can't make the adjustment. At what point do I need to come to a company like Creative Sizzle in my business and say, all right, bring it on? Who do I need to be and what do I need to have in front of me when I make that call? Typically, after you've been in business for a little while, you understand that you need to have some sort of presence, whether that means you have a website or you're doing email marketing and remarketing to people, or you have a little bit of a budget and you're, you have a billboard or you're running some AdWords or you're doing something. It's at that point where you have to hire someone to manage it. You're typically only able to hire someone with a single skill set. So maybe you have a graphic designer. Or, or maybe you have a writer, but they don't do all of the skill sets. So as soon as you're at that point, you know, hiring an agency like us, bringing us on board on a retainer is significantly less expensive than hiring a second internal resource. We make your marketing department or your marketing manager look like a rock star because for less than what you pay that person, We can do all of the things that we need to do. And again, you need to be in the right mindset. You need to be a little bit forward thinking. You really need to be focused on telling your story and and either improving the quality of your client base or growing your client base uh, in a way that makes sense. And you've identified some sort of a budget to put along with what your plans are. If you're in that mindset and you know you need to do those things and you're really looking at it in a forward-thinking way, 
you're ready to have an agency help you, an agency like us, for sure. So when I pick up the phone and say, hey, Mitch, help me, I'm floundering. What should I know about my company to be able to tell you so that you can start a conversation about what are the things that we need to do, whether it be the branding all the way through the marketing? You know, what do I need to know about myself before I tell you to help me? That's really important. First, I hope you have Google Analytics and a way to track the traffic to your website and the quality of your traffic. Now, let me interject that Google Analytics is free. Google Analytics is free. And, and whether you look at it or not on a regular basis is not important to me. We look at it on a regular basis. And we turn all that data into information that you can use in order to make decisions. The fact that you have it collecting data, that's great but you have to use it on a regular basis to make decisions. That's what makes it important. That's what makes it valuable. And that's what makes it information. So once you have that, we can then have the conversation about what are you spending your money on? What are you spending your time on from a marketing standpoint? Write that down. Write down everything. You have a website. You're paying someone to run AdWords. You just wrote a blog post or social media. You have a billboard, a newspaper article. You're on a radio show called Biz Soup. You know, whatever you're doing from a marketing standpoint, write that down so that we can have a conversation overall about what's in your marketing program. Then we can compare that to your analytics to determine what's working. And then we can look at your demographics and see if who you think your target market is, is actually who your message is resonating with. So those are two very different things. A lot of times companies come to us and although they think they know who their target market is, their message actually resonates with a different group and that's why they're struggling. So how do we then take your message and make sure it applies to the people you're trying to reach? So that's really where you get started. What are you spending your time and money on to begin with? How are you tracking it? And who are you trying to reach? Those are the three most important things that you need to know about your company before you pick up the phone and call Creative Sizzle or Mitch and have that information about your business. So now I have those three things and we'll be back with more right after these messages. This serving is brought to you in part by TaxPot. TaxPot, your one resource to make sure you write it off. So Mitch, I give you my information. I've taken all this time to figure out who I am, what I am, and who my customer is and who it should be. And I regurgitate it back to you. What do you do with it? We start all of our projects the same way. We're going to turn that into information. Again, all we're doing in our discovery phase is collect information. We're going to collect that data and turn it into information so we can understand where we go from here. It's what can we do? What are we tracking? What's important? What are your highest revenue producing products or services? And who are you trying to reach? And how has it been working so far? And we take that and we create this roadmap this marketing plan. And then with that marketing plan, some of our clients, they just take that plan and they run with it themselves. And we're okay with that. We've developed the plan for them so that they can do it themselves. Most of our clients have us do some of the plan and they do some of the plan. And then there's a handful of clients that say, we want to do nothing but meet with you once a month and talk about content and, and tracking. 
and we'll run with everything else and get approvals along the way. But for the most part, we're going to do some, they're going to do some, and we're going to find out who's going to do what and, and how that's going to work. But again, the first step is identify what you're doing, who you're trying to reach, create that in an organized way to build your plan, and then work your plan. It's, it's like that old saying, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So the first thing we start with is let's get all the information, let's build the most appropriate plan, and let's work the plan. And then as we're going through the plan, it's okay to tweak it when we find out something works better than we thought it was going to or, or doesn't work as much as we thought it would. It's okay to tweak it. You know, we're going to be looking at tracking on a regular basis to see if it had the results we thought it was going to have. And if it does, great. If not, that's okay too. You have to alter the plan. When it comes to the marketing of products and services, one of the ways in which to fail your business and what, and one of the five steps to bankruptcy that we give away, if you don't know them, you'll get there quicker. And one of those five steps is to stop marketing. If I'm struggling in my restaurant business and I'm using the takeout business just to survive or just barely make payroll and such, how do I go about marketing myself and getting people to come in? How much of, of my limited budget should I be spending on marketing? And, and are there creative ways? Like, can I trade you a hamburger today for a payment on Thursday? You know, how do you continue marketing in this environment? Yeah, business has changed uh, and continues to change. And that's been true for, for the last 20 or 30 or 50 years, although it's been accelerated in the last year right now. And there's been a lot of challenges. But as a marketer, we spent the first three months of COVID giving away our service for helping companies and businesses work in a remote or distributed environment. I've been a, a user of Zoom for five years. It's been our voice over IP. We've had flex days in our company as an employee benefit for, for a decade, work from home twice a week. So we've been doing that successfully, but most companies, they have not. Uh, and if you're a restaurant where it's your destination, people have to go to or get something from, it's hard. It's a very different business model. And then once you have that business model and you've accepted that change in business model, how do you transition from the way you've always done things to the way you need to do things? It's really hard to be that change agent for companies who do that. It's a required reading for anyone at Creative Sizzle. It's, it's called uh, Who Moved My Cheese? It's a, it's a business book that teaches people about their own personal feelings towards how they deal with change. And if you haven't read it, it's a, it's a good book. It takes you two hours. It's, it's a little short story about about two little people and two mice. But being that change agent to get companies to start thinking differently, you know, restaurants included, you know, that takeout business that you were talking about. I grew up in the restaurant business. I was a bartender and server for 20 years, put myself through school. And there's nothing better than learning how to help people and interact customer service and hospitality with someone that is sitting there eating spicy food and their water glass is empty or <laughs> yes. you know they drop their fork on the ground you know you you never really you know know how to be ahead of someone's needs until you do that and and you take pride in it so i understand that restaurant hospitality industry really well a lot of small restaurants when they laid off their serving staff or they put them on hold or whatever they did they could have transitioned them to be delivery folks and I know that Grubhub does it better. And, you know, there's a lot of companies out there, Uber Eats and whatever. But how do you think differently outside the box in today's world to make things work for you? Printing a flyer and delivering it, creating a loyalty program now that that gives something to you for free, geofencing messages to your phone 
there's a lot of new things restaurants could do to stay in the game. You just have to think about it outside the box a little bit. And, and sometimes it makes sense to get an opinion that's outside your business and your industry to hear how things work. And there's, there's a lot of great ideas out there. We have some clients that are in the home building industry and you know you can't go look at houses today, but if you've ever been to a museum and you pay the extra three or $5 for that little Walkman type thing that you put on the headphones and you walk through the museum and it gives you the self-guided tour, right. we have home builders using that technology now, sending people through model homes unattended by themselves. But that phone app with a speaker now tells them the story of that faucet, that bathroom, a whole outside the box thinking. So how do you as a small business that's wrestling with how do I stay in business? How do I grow my business in a, in a challenging scenario? How do I change my business to adapt? You need a forward thinking company that can track and measure success in a way that directly impacts your bottom line. And of course, you specialize in servicing my audience, the small business owner. Yeah, we work with a we work with a lot of companies. They know they need help. They don't know how to get from point A to point B and jump on the bus. We'll carry you. We'll help you. We'll carry you. We'll walk with you. We'll hold your hand or we'll give you the roadmap to do what you need to do. Well, and I'm a big believer in that because I started off, I did not think of myself as a business owner, and yet here I am teaching people how to be business owners and how to move beyond and market yourself, create a brand. I didn't know anything about business branding. I thought it was all about putting a mark on a cow. Mitch, I want to thank you for joining us here on Business Soup to talk about your creative sizzle and your company, Creative Sizzle, empowering my audience of small business owners on how to get their message out and monetize, make a living, and be a part of your community. Mitch Levinson, Creative Sizzle, thanks for being on this serving of Business Soup. Thanks, John. I really appreciate it. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.